Hi, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle. And I am feeling much more rational today. Yesterday I had a very, very rough day and I recorded about that. And thank you to the friend of mine in Seattle who showed concern and gave me information that was helpful. Thank you so much for your compassion and your kindness. I'm glad that I didn't scare you away from me. Um, I just listened to an amazing TED Talk uh, called by a man, by a, a white man, who um, I'm really into this concept of beyond duality, us versus them, and how a lot of problems on this planet are caused by humans doing this us versus them, thinking they either have to be a vegan or a total carnivore. They have to either be on the side of Palestine or on the side of Israel instead of being on the human rights side of all people. Um, and there's people that, you know, political parties, one extreme to the other extreme. And my experience in life, or you're either totally into Western medicine or totally into alternative medicine. And in my life, what works is, is uh, shades of gray and beyond the duality of this us versus them. And I just watched an amazing TED Talk by this uh, white guy uh, called um, My Descent into the American Neo-Nazi Movement and How I Got Out, uh, which is a pretty intense title. And I commend this person for making that talk uh, because he was an impressionable young 14-year-old who was approached on the street while he was out, I think, smoking cigarettes or something. And this guy, um, this very uh, angry, prejudiced man, kind of took advantage of him and convinced him of all of this propaganda about Jewish people and gay people and Muslim people and basically anyone who was not white or straight and um, convinced him of the, the way to find a purpose in life was to join the white power movement and basically thankfully most people would not fall prey to this but this this man I guess came from a difficult home and he wasn't happy and he was vulnerable and this guy picked up on that and took advantage and basically trained him to think that he could belong if he joined this whole white power movement. And this is a theory that I've had for a long time, that some of the people in the white power movement that want to do violent things against anyone who isn't white and straight, and they especially prefer men over women, even if they're white, um, is this 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 sense of insecurity. The whole concept of white power is kind of a reaction to feeling threatened by black power or uh, male chauvinist men are threatened by women and the idea that women could be just as powerful as men and that we could have equality between men and women and equality between uh, people of color and white people and people of mixed race and ethnicity. Um, and so this man did a talk, and again, it's, it's on YouTube, and it's called, um, let's see, My Descent into the American Neo-Nazi Movement and How I Got Out, I'm pretty sure is the title. If you Google that, you can find it. I forgot his name, but um, he talked about 
finding somebody, basically he was in this movement for a few years and he did horrible things and he described some of the horrible, you know, he did violent things and very racist, horrible, prejudiced things. Uh, and he did it to, to feel a sense of power and to feel like he belonged somewhere and he had his own rights, not seeing his own shadow, you know, blaming other people for all the problems in his life and taking it out on other people, uh, which is basically a lot of the problems in the world today, like the whole Holocaust and World War II, a lot of that stuff happened because of this this idea of us versus them and one kind of one group of people is afraid of another group of people and feels threatened by them and is insecure about it and then proceeds to do violent things to try to dominate another group of people. Um, and so this talk is very brave because he talks about the horrible things that he did and then he started making friends with people that were gay because he had a record store and he was selling white power music and then he said eventually he became embarrassed he fell in love with a nice woman and they had a baby together and he was happy being a father and loving his little boy and then he noticed uh he had a record store that sold you know punk rock and lots of different kinds of music including white power prejudice type music which i didn't even know existed you know as a musical genre um and he said he started feeling embarrassed and he took that stuff off the shelves because he, some of his customers were gay and were Muslim and were black and people of color and Native American and Asian and all different ethnicities. And he was selling records to all of these different kinds of people. And then he kind of woke up to the, to the, how he was dehumanizing these people. And he said becoming a father helped open his heart and open him up to loving another human being, his little boy. And then he realized that parents love their gay children as much as he loves his son. And it doesn't matter if someone is gay or not, you know, something made this guy wake up to the, to the fact that he didn't need to be, uh, feel threatened by other people that were different than him. You know, people say the word hate. Yes, that's true. Uh, prejudice, racism, sexism, being against gay people or against any kind of diversity, even like people that are handicapped or left-handed or uh, autistic or, you know, have any kind of difference, you know, people that are um, of mixed race. Like if you're not really totally black, but you're not really totally white, then you have people that are white and black being prejudiced against you at times because you don't really fit into any one category so something made this guy wake up to the, the, the fact that what he was doing was causing him pain. He was causing other people pain, but he was also causing himself pain. He wasn't happy. He was insecure about his, his power in himself and his self-esteem. And so some of the people that fall into this neo-Nazi white power movement are insecure white people who feel like they need to defend themselves and feel like they need to protect their white power because they feel threatened by women or people of color or people that they view as different than themselves, different than white heterosexual males. Um, and then I'm noticing a lot of labeling of a white male, like if someone is Caucasian and they're, and they're a man, then they must be a jerk. And to, to have a prejudice again, and that's unfortunate to be prejudiced against white men 
is kind of going down the same road as being prejudiced uh, towards other kinds of people. You know, if you think that women are inferior to men or that people of color are inferior to white people, and then if you think that white people are inferior to other, you know, that just perpetuates itself. That perpetuates fear and prejudice and us versus them. And so I'm so happy that this man made this recording because now he's hoping that his story will help other white people that are making violent negative choices that are harming other people and which really harms themselves really but they're not they're not aware of it they think that they're winning a contest when really they're hurting themselves because we are all connected so he talked about this and then he talked about finding a guy that said he wanted to do violent things to Jewish people and to people of color and to Muslim people because he felt threatened by them. And the guy, instead of this guy, instead of judging that guy and writing him off as a crazy, terrible person, he asked him, why do you feel that way? Have you actually met a Muslim? Are you actually, have you actually met any of these people that you're talking about feeling threatened by? And like you want to do violent things to. And he said, no, I, I actually don't know any Muslims in my real life. He just had this prejudiced idea of what Muslims, what kind of people they are. So basically, I guess it's common sense that people stereotype other people and make assumptions and then build up a story in their head that they're threatened by these people that are different than them, us versus them, basically. So he talked this guy gently into going to a Muslim uh, prayer service and they talked to somebody and then by the end of it apparently they were all crying and laughing together and bonding over things they had in common and then he realized and then this guy actually became friends with a Muslim person um, so it, it basically he's living proof that people can like, if we dehumanize, like, okay, I am a white female living in the United States, and I feel very ashamed that we have the KKK, the Ku Klux Klan, that there are people in the white power neo-Nazi movement that are doing violent things to people of color, uh, to immigrants, uh, to anyone that they think is different than them. I'm embarrassed and ashamed of being a white person if I think that those white people represent me because I'm not. I recognize that I am a white female in the United States and I speak English, but I don't think of myself as speaking for all white people or representing all white people. I think of every group of people, whether they're artists, left-handed, right-handed, introvert, extrovert, uh, sensitive or not as sensitive, whether somebody is white or a mixed race or Asian or black or Hispanic or Native American or from some European country or Russian or from, you know, all the different countries in the world, Saudi Arabia, you know, I don't believe in stereotyping groups of people. And I know that that's what a lot of people do on this planet. And I'm very disturbed and upset about it. And so I see the pattern being us versus them. And so this guy is an example of somebody who's showing that you can turn into somebody. And so they just, I have compassion for this guy because, it, you know, his speech was kind of, you know, he, he basically admitted all of the horrible things that he's done and that he felt 
really kind of terrible about it after a while. At first, he thought he was winning a contest and gaining a self-esteem and trying to find a place to belong. And then he realized he was doing harm and that it wasn't really helping him feel happy or powerful. It made him feel kind of gross about himself. And so it's good to know that because if we dehumanize people, like how many neo-Nazis out there can we help turn around like and get them to realize that they're that they can find a different way to build their self-esteem in a way that could help and so my point i guess is to the danger of dehumanizing if we go around labeling uh white men who do terrible things and we dehumanize them and basically give up on any hope that they could learn to be better people then that's scary because then we are dehumanizing, which is what they are doing. Then we are becoming like them. If we dehumanize them the way they dehumanize Jewish people or gay people or people of color or, or even uh, the way men dehumanize women and assume that men are superior to women, it's all a form of insecurity. When somebody does that, it means they're insecure about themselves. If they feel like they have to dominate and oppress other people, in order for them to have power and they don't think equality they're threatened by the idea of equality in the and unity in the diversity of humans that's a form of insecurity and so if these people had an alternative some of them could be helped and learn to be better people and then they would actually be truly building a self-esteem because i don't think very many people are actual sociopathic uh, psychotic and sociopathic there are some people that are literally sociopaths and psychotic like certain serial killers who really maybe don't have the ability to learn how to have empathy or compassion and they actually enjoy harming other people but I actually think that there's a very low percentage of people that fall into that category and that to dehumanize people even to dehumanize a serial killer maybe isn't a good idea to realize that they are humans, but they happen to be sociopathic or psychopathic and there's something wrong with their brains and they definitely need to be put in prison so that they can no longer murder other people. That's a good idea. But to dehumanize people and assume that somebody is a sociopath and there's no chance of them um, building a self-esteem in a different way because I think some of these people some of these white power people are really just insecure and they're trying to find a place to belong and build up their self-esteem and they're just choosing a really dark path to do that and maybe they don't even know that themselves and maybe people can help teach them that so that that's why I love this guy's talk so again it's called um God, now I forgot. <laughs> My descent into the American neo-Nazi movement and how I got out. It's just a really powerful talk and it totally just like hits the nail on the head of my idea of going beyond the duality of us versus them.